One of the key factors that makes you relevant to a potential collaboration partner or strategic partner is when you have influence and authority in the common market. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 308. And today, let's bend our minds a little bit and explore a creative way to get in front of your ideal clients. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's your host, Melanie Benson, authority, amplifier, and as I've been called recently, a revenue strategist, helping people double and triple their revenue in the fastest way possible. Today, I want to unpack one of the steps in my seven-step framework that helps you add another $125,000 a year in revenue. That's really a minimum. And it's the uh, factor around collaboration. And I and I want to bend your mind a little bit and get you to think outside the box. And I want to dedicate this topic, if you will, to uh, some of the clients who have really been stretching in the Amplifier Authority Inner Circle, uh, challenging them to get in front of more audiences, to get more bookings, to uh, to pick up more clients. And so one of the challenges for them, uh, because we've been working with collaboration and, you know, tapping into your connections to turn them into collaboration partners. And so I challenged them and I said, hey, uh, you need to get in front of your, your um, competitions uh, prospect pools, the audiences and communities they've already built. And so it kind of shattered some of their, their beliefs. And I thought, well, we've got to talk about this in a bigger way. Now, I mentioned my seven-step framework. This is the same framework that I've used to build a multiple six- and seven-figure business. I've used it every time I pivot. I used it to launch myself in the beginning. And I use it with all of my clients who are in the Amplify Your Authority Inner Circle. And if you are looking for a way to shatter your limits, to get out of a rut, to be able to put all the puzzle pieces together so you can start making good money, uh, and stop being a best kept secret, then I want you to start with the seven step plan. You can go to amplifywithmelanie.com and get a copy of it. Uh, or uh, you can look in the show notes here and we will link it up for you. Now, collaboration is one of, I guess you might even call it, it's my secret sauce. It's the thing I've used since the very beginning. The one most impactful factor outside of speaking that really has moved the needle for me in growth. And that's because I kind of accidentally discovered that when I'm collaborating and taking connections that I had with people I've met that serve a similar audience and really like nurturing those relationships and collaborating with them, like magic happens. And one of the most magical things is, you know, I've I've well developed a, a million dollars in revenue from, you know, three key relationships early on in my career. But here's the interesting thing that a lot of people don't understand about this and why it worked. We were literally competitors. And so today what I would do is I'm going to explain four key components of how you 
shorten your path to getting in front of ideal potential clients by turning competitors into collaboration partners. Like, you know, and, and let's start with the mindset shift of this is not competition. So let's put competition in air quotes, right? That competition is a, is a way of seeing people who do similar things to you. Uh, I discovered through this first group of people and then since I've replicated this over and over and over again, that the fastest way to get new business into your business is to get in front of uh, of hungry, um, really um, engaged community of ideal clients. And who better to have already cultivated that audience of ideal clients than people who do something similar to you, who serve the same audience as you. And it might surprise you to think they would actually nine out of 10 times be very happy to collaborate with somebody who does some similar things. And the reason I think that happens is because we all know that when you're in front of an audience and your peer has invited you to be in front of that audience, you are borrowing the influence and credibility of that host. And if you're doing that in front of a audience of ideal clients that your competitor has put together, then this is going to really shorten the entire buying cycle. So the first step to really unlock this is I think a lot of people have to do some kind of a mindset shift. And um, one of the clients in in the Ampfinder circle, this is something we've had to come back to over and over and over again, because I would mention to her, like, look, you, you know, you need to get more bookings. Well, who has my audience? Where should I be? Like, let's look to the people who do similar things to you. Well, why would they want to have me on their podcast or show? And I said, when you look at it in that way, when you look at it in that framework, of course, you are not going to get the benefit of it because you're seeing competition. If you go into it and look at, yes, we do similar things, but they do it their way. They, you do it your way. Or maybe they solve a slightly different problem, but have amassed the same kind of clients. Maybe they do something else in the framework of, you know, business coaching overall, or, uh, you know, virtual assistant work or whatever your niche is. And if you guys do slightly different things, even though you may do a lot of the same things, this is where the gold emerges. So we have to first mindset shift. Stop thinking of your peers as your competitors, but rather like go into every opportunity thinking, this is a potential collaboration. Can I help unlock the opportunity here? Okay, uh, I have a long time uh, colleague of mine. We started, uh, he was actually in one of my programs very early on, probably like 2004. We progressed over the years to actually being mastermind partners because we were in some similar communities. Uh, and then he, you know, we just stayed friends all of these years. And he almost always invited me to speak at his events. And what would happen is like, we did have some similar things that we taught. We had some similar, uh, you know, offerings, but his personality and his brand and his energy was so dramatically different than mine, that we would attract different types of people. And so people who maybe were attracted to my message, but never booked with me, 
uh, maybe got uh, more resonance with his way of doing things because he had more of a done for you model. And there were people who uh, maybe related more to my feminine energy or the integration of my spiritual and consciousness with and mindset work with practical business tools. So yes, we had similar things, but again, he was one of my number one referral partners because we knew and trusted that we could find the collaboration inside our similarities. Here's another truth that might help with this mindset shift. At least 35% of your audience, aka your email list, your podcast listeners, your uh, Facebook group, you know, whatever your audience looks like, they will never buy from you. They got on your list for something and they're just hanging out and they, they like a lot of what you have to talk about, but you're not getting them to move the action button right, right now. Like they're not taking a step with you. But putting the right offer in front of them may get them to buy from a peer. So they may be better served by someone who is similar to you, but does it differently or has a slightly different first step. And when you establish a referral relationship with that partner, the client is going to get what they need and you're going to get paid for making the introduction. So I think that's a really healthy way to look at it. It's like, look, after a while, if they haven't bought anything from me, it is quite possible they're never going to buy from me. So maybe I can better serve them by introducing them to someone else who they will work with. And last, around the mindset piece, if you go into business thinking that there is a limited amount of clients in the world, if you look at everything through the scarcity lens, then there's never going to feel like there's enough business for you. You're never going to embrace the collaboration over competition model. And so, you know, one of the, the principles that I like to look at is there's more than enough business for everyone, especially when you know how to tap into the synergy and eliminate competitive thinking. Now, Let's assume you've made this mindset shift with me, and I would love to hear if this is where you're at. Like, give me a little shout out wherever you're listening to this and say, yes, I believe in collaboration over competition. Let's look at step two, because this is where it gets practical. First of all, you've got to find the people who are serving a similar audience. Maybe they have some similar offerings. And I want you to go into it and look for synergy. Instead of seeing what you do that's the same, look at these people and say, where do I solve a problem that they don't focus on? Or in the way they teach what they do, are they creating a problem that I actually solve with my clients that they don't focus on? Or um, they tend to have their lead magnets and their initial signature offerings around this particular area and I don't, I have a different thing I focus on. If you start with complementary signature offerings, even though you do other things in the back end that are the same, that is a very powerful place to unlock the synergy and the collaboration potential. I, again, another example that I, that I had coming out of my early days is there was a woman that became one of my key collaboration partners and she was a marketing specialist and she was brilliant at it. She built a seven figure business teaching people how to market, but I didn't do that. That wasn't my focus. I wasn't doing what I was doing today. And so um, she would bring me in to talk about, cause she was overwhelming people with everything she was teaching them. So she was like a fire hose teaching them all of these great marketing strategies and people weren't taking action. 
So one of my synergy opportunities early on was partner up with the people who teach marketing and they're just flooding people with all the things they should do and help them implement and take action. So I am a value add to the, uh, the uh, programs that they teach. And so that removed the competitive feeling and it brought up the value for everyone. So that's an example. Today, because I teach how to be a guest on podcasts or I teach how to build authority positioning, I partner with a lot of people who teach like how to do uh, a book and I'll teach how to do the podcast. Or if they uh, talk a lot about podcasting, I might really hone in on how to be the best podcast guest so that um, you're getting the bookings. And they don't really teach what to do on the podcast. They just teach that you should be on podcast. So there's lots of ways to find those synergistic opportunities. And so that's really step two that I want you to take on right now is find the synergy, find the opportunity in the way that other person is already teaching their, their work in the world. Step three, relevance. This is huge. Okay, so once you've uncovered some some synergy and maybe you don't already have a relationship with this person or you do and it's been dormant, um, I think it's oftentimes misunderstood that even though you've got massively valuable stuff to, to offer to the world, just because you have uh, a great presence and you've got great gifts and you're a great resource this is going to get sped up. This opportunity will will be uh, accelerated when the other person experiences you as relevant, influential, and an authority in your market. And if you're like, oh, well, okay, this is never going to work. <laughs> I don't want you to go there. I'm, you know, There's still opportunity, but it might not happen as fast as it will when you have those three components. Uh, so here's a way to speed that up. One, be really consistent with your messaging, especially the messaging that makes you a compliment to your ideal promotional partners. Uh, you can, ha- you know, if you've got a podcast or your own show, this is pure gold. Uh, when you have that uh, platform already established, there's something that you have that's an asset that makes the opportunity uh, open up faster. Cause a lot of people just focus on, well, what's your list size? Like, do you have an email list that's big enough that if we do a swap, there's value. There's so many assets now there's your social media presence. There's, you know, the reach of whatever your show is. There's, uh, other connections that you can open up for people. If people just looked at my list size and, and valued my, my reach and my influence through that, like we'd never get out of the starting gigs. That's not, has never been where my focus is, but I have so many other assets. I can make introductions. I'm constantly booking speakers for events. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm booking podcast guests on all kinds of other shows because of my influence and my reach. So I have a lot of assets I can work with that make me uh, a better collaboration partner for my peers. So everybody has something, even if you don't think you do right now, you have something, I promise. So you're going to want to unlock that. Four, start simple. So a lot of people see all of these big joint venture promotional campaigns and these launch sequences and everybody emailing the same emails for a partner that's got a big promotion. Well, I just want to, I just want to put something out there that what if you don't have to do it like that? at first or ever, right? 
We could do these things really simply. Do a podcast swap. Offer to interview, if you're very active on Facebook or Instagram, offer to do an interview on one of your highly trafficked social platforms. Make it make an introduction. If you if you're well uh, networked and connected, and you know, make some introductions to get somebody some bookings. Find out what's important to the partner, and do that. Like be of value. Way way back in the beginning, I didn't have a lot of assets. I had a I had a platform that I booked speakers on every month, but I wanted to be relevant, and so. I just did a great job of getting to know other speakers and other experts. And I would simply be a resource and an asset to help people get what they needed and wanted. It was a huge part of me really kind of building that muscle of being a collaborator. I always tell people, don't wait for your ideal partner to make the move. Okay. That's, that's like putting it on the back burner and and waiting for the water to boil at low simmer. Um, take the lead, figure out how to open the dialogue. And that's why I like you having your own platform. Like um, when a lot of times when I'm helping people build their own podcast or their own show, whatever they want to do, we're looking at who are the people that they can initiate a collaboration opportunity because they've invited them into some exposure and and a visibility opportunity first. When you take the lead, you open the door. And then you get to nurture that relationship. People are busy. They're not always great at networking. Um, I can tell you from experience that uh, the people who get the invitations to the podcast, to be on someone's show, to be asked to speak at an event are the people that are in their orbit. They're constantly seeing their stuff. They're going, you know, they're, they're actively engaging with each other. They are usually the ones that get the booking first. And so if you want to change the narrative and you want to be the person that's getting asked, start opening the doors to the relationship now. Invite them first. Open up the dialogue and then own the nurturing process. Look for ways to be of value. And uh, okay, a little bonus tip here. So I guess we're going for five, <laughs> five tips here. Uh, you know, Think about what you want people to do with you. So obviously the collaboration is pure gold, but there has to be something you can move people into. And usually that starts with some kind of lead magnet. I've tested this over the years. When you try to partner up with people for some kind of a paid program, it doesn't really work well. So I'm a huge fan of share, do some kind of free swap or Ask each other to email about a lead magnet or a free event or something like that. Make it a very low risk first step for the referrals to take. Now, obviously, a more elevated version of this is when people really know what you do in the world and you're doing personal referrals and recommendations. That's a slightly different animal that we're talking about. So this is, I'm having a conversation with a client and I'm recognizing they need a copywriter And so I'll go to my database of proven copywriters and give a referral that I think would make a good fit for that client. That always makes sense for a paid offer. But when you're just doing these easy, you know, like get in front of each other's audiences, share a message, you know, be a beacon and magnetize people in, you want something that's a really low barrier to first step. So free resources, something that gives, gives value but is an easy first step. 
So the idea here, the point I really want to bring home is don't dismiss the value that is lying dormant in your competitors because you believe you do similar things. Get creative and be intentional. When I teach my collaboration currency strategy, uh, which we do once a year in the Amplify Your Authority Circle, I am encouraging my clients to make a list of their top five to 10 partners. And then we workshop, so to speak, quote unquote, how to get in front of them. And it's a very, very powerful strategy to be intentional about how to get in front of these people. And remember, if you start with the give, you're going to get great value fast. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com. And I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going. And I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 